Alright everybody, hey. hello and I really hope this is working and welcome to another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan and I can guarantee you it's working. Uh, why Why do you say so, Jonathan? Because I have it on my computer right now and oh, I heard you talking. Thank goodness, that's also, yeah. um, that's bad, it's bad praxis for <laughs> tech. Uh, uh, if you, to have the audio, it doesn't matter. Jonathan, I muted it, it's good, we're good now. Oh, you're great, everything's I'm, good. How are you, Jonathan? Uh, I think like many Americans, like many humans, uh-huh. like many cells, uh, yeah. I'm overworked, underpaid, yeah. mm-hmm. and tired. But I can say that uh, we have finally made it to the first of like the long stretches of breaks yeah. for our teeth. Yes. I'm very excited about it. Um, we... we you, the the holiday of thanksgiving mm-hmm. um for 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 what it's worth um does bring families together yeah um hopefully in a way that could teach the horrors of uh colonizers uh-huh but also like i think if we could i don't know i feel like if there was teach a way the- horrors to uh uh I heard myself. Yeah, sorry, you heard yourself because I I did the same thing you did. I was trying to open the stream and make Uh sure it was working. All right. Uh, I just just wish that, like, there was a holiday that just brought people together um, and not under lies, which is oddly enough, oddly enough just seems to be, like, any reason to get with your family now is always under a lie, you know? Like, Mm. when when your, your, your cousin's about to marry that dude who definitely cheated on them, uh that's it's yeah. All lies. yeah that's not great it's all lies. not great you not gotta, great at all and you gotta hold that tension inside um but i can say mm. uh, an update from the many many weeks that it has been since we've seen each other yeah uh, i am now at 93 war zone wins um <laughs> congrats uh i am now just seven wins away from 100 from 100 which um, is i think where, my... where you can finally uninstall the game forever right I can uninstall the game. Uh, I'm also bringing my PlayStation into school and the kids get to play Madden. Like, we're very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then my improv kids did a, an improv show on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was funny. They did some good bits. Um, at one point, we had car prov into, okay. uh, to, into parking spot prov. Okay. Into... Uh, like front yard prov yeah and then into yard prov is good. bedroom prov um it was flawless <laughs> it was seamless um but they uh it was it was a good show i enjoyed it um and uh but how are you doing i'm doing well i think similarly i've been in a just a face first rush to get through a bunch of things before the holidays start and um i kind of am making it i i just i feel like uh i don't know like a character in a horror movie that's running through the dangerous woods and you're just like uh take a scratch oh okay that's a bruise Ugh, my leg doesn't work so good uh and i'm just single-mindedly 
plowing towards the finish, uh, which is uh, now, actually. I am, I'm off for a few days, and uh, that is time during which I will um, lick my wounds and try to heal up and uh, and head into the, like, you know, bonkers November-December sales season mm. where we're generally, in my team at work, we're just trying to keep websites up, so it's not a lot of new things, but it's um, moments of, uh, you know, like gentle maintenance and keeping uh keeping things clean and tidy punctuated by um extreme emergencies when something goes wrong uh also i do want to say i'm very excited about the possibility of seeing you and amy on the fourth like it is yeah coming up december december 4th it's next weekend yeah uh this is about possibility i'm pretty sure you're coming right I no, I'm coming. Okay, but I, I just there's there's this small part of me that is just worried that like something comes up mm. and the both of you are not available, and I'm it's going to be like so close <laughs> yet so far away. Uh, and I, I don't think that's that, going to happen. Like I know that like the both of you would like it would have to be a huge thing. Yeah, but I know that you're going to be there. It's just the the anxiety in me that's like no, I don't want to lose you. So okay, well, I hate uh, that you're feeling that anxiety. Um, I mean, it's not your fault. It's fine. not Amy's fault. It's my fault. I got to deal with it. So we're gonna, it's <laughs> gonna right. be great. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm very excited. We've uh, we've got special ice cream that we bought from Morgan Stearns. Uh, I don't even should we talk about it on the show? They they're doing a deal with one of your favorite properties. <laughs> uh, Rick and Morty continue to sell out. Yeah, and, exactly. And uh, I am. I don't know. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And well, maybe uh, we'll show some in a future episode. But yeah, um, maybe. Let's see. Uh, we uh, we are starting to run a little long. Um, oh, okay. So okay. Uh, for folks who are just tuning in, um, this is a show where week after week, Jonathan and I, instead of doing our own podcast, we've constructed a device that allows us to tap into other universes and timelines where other Martys and other Jonathans got together and actually did decide on one podcast format. Uh, and eventually many of them pivoted to video. And so as we pivoted to video, we upgraded our device, and we're now able to pull episodes from these other timelines and uh, see what they've been up to. So, um, yeah, I'm not 100% sure what we've got today, but I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, yeah. do you have any, any closing thoughts before we go? Uh, I am thankful for all of you. All right. Well, and I am as well. And for those who celebrate... Happy Thanksgiving. Um, you know, try to be less of a colonizer in your life. Uh, do the work of anti-colonialism. Uh, all right. And with that, uh, let's jump in and find out what's going on with uh, Marty and Jonathan in some other timeline. See you next time. All right, everybody, welcome, welcome back. Uh, it's who's got next, and we're here with our very special guest today, Todd Blatt. Todd, how are you? Hey guys, uh, good to see you again. Um, I'm yeah, great. yeah, it's been a minute since you've been on the show, uh, and it was a very exciting time. Uh, we were uh, at Holy for Holes in Baltimore, uh, welcoming a killer queen. Is it, Jonathan, sorry, I, I see you just. Uh, Oh, you slept on the uh, the awards there. Yeah, I just wanted I just wanted people to remember um, that at one point before we were fired, 
uh, we were voted uh, best commentary team. Um, and that was back in 2018. Um, yeah, also in minute. 2018, we, we won best pop uh, duo performance um, before we were fired. But um, I do want everyone to, to, I just wanted to celebrate. It's worth memory, and thank you, uh, Todd, specifically for making those awards for us uh, at the end. They were of well the, deserved. The first season of uh, Killer Queen at Holy for Holies. Um, but gosh, I mean, 2018 feels like um, a global pandemic and several decades ago. So, uh, what's what's happened since? Yeah, it's, uh, it's it was very certainly a different time. We moved venues about four months before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So we switched to North Avenue Market, which um, was more of an arcade and less of a pinball taco place. So they had burgers and they had uh, a bunch of games. And then we picked up a couple more indie arcade games and the scene was growing. Uh, so it, sorry, was it so that the venue picked up those games or like you picked up those games? Uh, the venue has a whole bunch of classic arcade games. And then yeah. I got yeah. uh, some new ones some uh okay so in addition to the the 5v5 joust frantic team action game killer queen you now also own these other two games can you share with us uh what else you've picked up at this point sure we got uh black emperor and death ball and death ball is a two-player like a wizard soccer type game so you're flying around and you create these bubbles and you're kicking the balls into the other guy's goal and that one, uh, Tony Halber made, and it's excellent. And we've got, uh, you know, a bunch of people like and play that. And then yeah. just as the pandemic started, mm. we got Black Emperor delivered. And the arcade was closed. So I said, well, send it to my house. So <laughs> right. I, had, I had that there for about a year. Did that give you some time to bone up and, and really learn all the strats? Yeah, except the other really good player in Baltimore is my roommate. So he keeps beating me anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, that's frustrating. Uh, well, so yeah, I mean, we should go ahead and talk about the elephant in the the arcade room. Uh, it's a bad time to be uh, arcades. I mean, it's starting to to open up again here in New York. Um, some of the local barcades uh, still have a lot of COVID rules, um, but they are opening up or allowing private events. Um, like Wonderville uh, in Brooklyn, one of my favorite places because they do so many independent um, independent games that are made by local artists. Um, like they're now opening up and uh, and doing stuff. Um, so how how are things where you are? Right, I I got to go to Wonderville and they had a, a thing where you had to show your vaccine card and then everyone had to be vaccinated to be in there. And, um, so I partnered with a couple guys up there at Wonderville to create like an outdoor version of Killer Queen. So we took apart right. our cabs and then built like a socially distant, safer version where instead of, you know, two teams and everyone, 10 people like crammed in a corner side by side, shoulder to shoulder, um, which wasn't very safe, we spread out. So I made a few of these sets where everyone had their own joystick mm -hmm. and it was all connected via like a cable to a central box. And that box was then plugged into the Killer Queen Cab computer and then into a projector. And it projected the uh, game up on a big screen so we could play outdoors. So here in Baltimore, we played in the backyard of the board game bar, which was a couple blocks away from our venue. 
And then they got to play at Wonderville in their courtyard area. And then Madison, Wisconsin had an outdoor set too. So that was pretty wild. Nice. Yeah, those got around. Although I'm uh, assuming that those are less open for free play and and more all about specific events where uh, you've got a whole lot of people coming to experience it at once. Right. Yeah. I mean, we would play every Saturday night. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Pretty regular. People came in from like Columbus and from New York. And they were a bunch of places and they all came down, played here. So it was still like a traveling game. But uh, you know how we always travel and we stay at other people's houses to to crash and then play with the people there. But we couldn't do that during the pandemic. Yeah. So it was more <laughs> of a, let's drive in and drive back out or get your own, get your own place. Um, right. Now, nowadays with vaccines, it's been opening up more and more people have been coming out, but we're not near pre-pandemic levels yet, for sure. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, yeah. see that happening anytime soon. Well, uh, Jonathan, I, I see a, a thoughtful face. Um, I, yeah, I was just, I was, I was wondering, uh, like, how has the, the, the build of the game now um, I mean, thinking about the fact that like this game's been around at least since 2018, if not longer. Uh, and so um, with when the pandemic hit, a lot of people started doing more games. We had a lot more streamers. We had a lot more uh, people getting involved. The, the, the Nintendo release of it came out. So do you see the number of people, like the community growing in any way? Uh, I know yeah, you said like they... the, the pre- you haven't hit pre-pandemic numbers in in in-house, but like, yeah, I think um, what the company did is they pivoted to like build another game. So they made uh, it was called Abs versus the Blood Queen, and now it's called Zombies, and that's like a at-home version built on the same Killer Queen arcade game engine. Hmm. So people were playing that, as well as Killer Queen Black, which is a different game, but like an at-home version that you can play four v four with friends over the internet. So uh, I know that a lot of people either transition, so they don't play KQA anymore, Killer Queen Arcade, and they switch to KQB, Killer Queen Black. And then Killer Queen Black has also attracted new players since there's, you know, it's more accessible. You don't have to be in one of the 60 specific cities that have the arcade. Right. Uh, And the game's 10 or $20 instead of $15,000. So like, it's it's a lot (laughs) easier to get uh, to play at home. Um, And then... A couple tournaments have happened um, recently. Like there was a Washington DC tournament and like a gathering in New York and a gathering in Philadelphia. And some of those Killer Queen Black players have come out and then, you know, they know the rules for the game. They know how the game works, but their fingers don't work the same way because, you know, playing like this, this, (laughs) it's really different. Um, So yeah, it's been an an all around benefit, I think. Yeah, and I see. Uh, we'll we'll drop a link to this in the uh, the show notes if uh, Facebook allows it. Um, but I see you've you've made some of your accessories, uh, specifically the uh, the pandemic outdoor playset and um, a a stat tracker, an NFC based stat tracker uh, are available like for for folks and their scenes to purchase. Oh yes, yeah. so the stat tracker. Um, Abby did a whole lot of work. She built a site that. Uh, I download and file like something like it's like sorry sorry Todd you're you're dropping out a little bit Jonathan are you seeing the same thing is that on my yes I am okay no no I see it too (laughs) I was just being polite it says I'm better now is that true 
yeah, you seem better now. That, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I was saying that Abby made this website called KQHiveMind.com. Mm -hmm. And it tracks all of the players' stats. So it plugs into the computer that's inside the cab and pulls over Ethernet, like, all this data. And anytime any player does anything in the game, mm -hmm. it's, like, sending it to her site, and she's organizing the data. And we found, like, it was pretty clunky to, like, log in to right. track which player. Killer Queen Black players who are playing at home, like, that's just already built in. That's already associated, right? yeah. Yeah. But in the real world, like, anyone can walk up and put a, a quarter in a machine, and, like, no one knows who that quarter was, no one who knows who's standing where. So it's really different. Mm -hmm. um, so originally we had a phone app that you could like log in, but people would forget and it was in the phone and you had to have like power on your phone and then, like go to the right site and like keep changing it. Um, so I built a different thing and that's this uh, stat tracker that uses an NFC card. So a lot of the players in Baltimore have like a player oh, card. Uh... And then these I had custom made with like the NFC mm -hmm. chip inside. And we made these boxes that have um, like a button per player. And uh, oh, it's card. much smaller than uh, than it looks on the website. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks, um, I don't I know why, but something about it on the website makes it look really big to me. <laughs> so we've got a, a button per player. So you you tap in and you say, uh, and, and then I'm and this say, this player. Is Todd, and I'm playing abs or I'm playing checks or whatever it is. And the, the button lights up when you're logged in. Um, the stream overlay that Abby made for OBS like knows who's logged in because it's tied to you have mine site. So it'll just like say, all right, Marty's logged in as queen. And then Which know, just... wouldn't that would not happen. That would be a mistake mm -hmm. if that happened. No, you can't play Queen. Uh no, I'm very bad at the game and I, I don't <laughs> uh, I don't like the pressure. Ah, got it. Yeah, Queen is a is a tough position because you have a lot of power, but also you're the only one with a limited number of lives. Yeah, so you've got a lot of responsibility, uh, both to keep yeah. yourself alive and to knock the other team back and power up your team so they can move forward. Yeah. So we have sold a few of these to a couple cities. So Baltimore's got it running. Mm -hmm. um, the New York and San Francisco ones are going to be shipping shortly. So that's pretty exciting. Nice. And we brought it to Milwaukee for Bumble Bash Remix, which was the big tournament. Um, a couple weekends ago. Mm -hmm. So some people got to try it there. People played it in Philly and they tried it out there. So it's really exciting. And we're giving a whole bunch of them away in the uh, tournament in April. So oh, Baltimore very nice. Yeah. A big event there. Yeah. Um, so that's really exciting. We're, we're making a bunch of them. Um, and the first one I had to solder everything together and it was really bad. <laughs> and now I've got like the proper connectors and I found a, a, a pre-made harness that, is almost everything's almost perfectly aligned. I just have to move one little wire over. Uh, <laughs> nice. So, so it saves a whole lot of time for the build. Yeah, yeah. The joys of uh, manufacturing when it's more than one. It's that, that's the really hard spot. The first, the making the one, you spend a lot of time on it, but you're done. And then the next ten <laughs> are the really painful ones. Yeah, and there's not too many to make. So there's mm -hmm. uh, not too many cities have this game. It's still like a niche right. indie community. I don't know exactly how many players there are, but I think there's around 100, 150 cabinets in existence in about 50 or 60 cities or so. And I mean, I'd love to see stats tracking in, in uh, other games. Like mm -hmm. I know that the pinball yeah. community has it. Um, they've built this, you know, save, save your score. Oh, interesting. Uh, I think I saw something where 
there's a device that can connect to old arcade cabinets, like mm. not internet enabled cabinets that right. Um, well, and then you know, there, there's a question about how old, because if uh, if they don't have electronics, <laughs> like some of yeah. them don't have integrated circuits, you know, they just run off of capacitors and resistors and uh, that's it. Yeah, I think that I saw something that like taps into that and can pull stuff. I don't know. Wow. I got to look. But, uh, you know, at least with Black Ember and Death Ball and uh, a bunch of the new indie arcade games. And uh, I'd love to get those stats like online so other people can see yeah. it. And yep. there's a, a guy making a crab volleyball game, and that's going to be mm. part of the event in April. So we're going to have a little tournament, side tournament for that's crab great. volleyball. Yeah, and uh, I, I meant to ask, so can you tell us more about this event? Uh, where is this happening? And, uh, and, and we'll host it at North Ave Market again. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's April. That way it's crab season. So <laughs> people who are out of town can come and get really excited about the crabs here. Okay. Um, we had... 95 players so 19 teams at the last tournament which was wow. september right before the pandemic yeah and i think this time we're gonna get around 20 25 or so teams so that should be pretty exciting yeah and, and is this is this is primarily a killer queen tournament but there's also these other attractions because obviously there's only right. 10 people using the machine at a time well we will have four killer queen caps there Ooh. so it's gonna be 40 at once where are those coming from uh, there are two now in Baltimore. I forgot to mention. Okay. There's, oh. there's two in Baltimore. The DC community also owns their own cab now. Right. And Philadelphia's cab is close enough to truck it down so it won't be uh, too much trouble to get the four cabs in the same spot. Yeah, it's quite an effort. So, yeah. It'll be open to everyone. Anyone can sign up. Uh, we've got like a team sheet and people making te teams already. Um, yeah. And do, uh, do you have a website for that where we can point people? Well,. <laughs> the way the killer King, killer queen community works is there's okay. like a shared spreadsheet like a <laughs> okay. and everyone oh, they're all linked there yeah so there's like facebook events and then there's uh the signups in the tournament so uh my suggestion is go to go to facebook mm -hmm. or the community discord um so the discord right. i can post a link and that's um uh so it's linked there so the individual yep. spreadsheets are linked there um, but a lot of communication with, within individual scenes happens on Facebook in the, like the New York Killer Queen Facebook group or yep. the Baltimore Killer Queen Facebook group. And then uh, you form your team and you come out. If you don't have a team signed up, you put your name on the individual yeah. player Get list and make your own team. Partnered out. up with people, yeah. And then you, you be that diamond in the rough. That's just like, oh, who's going to be the lucky team to grab me? And I'm going to dominate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm excited about the crab volleyball game. That just sounds like I, I want to, I, I'm that type of person who would like to be really good at something before anybody else is. And maybe that's going to be it. Mm, like maybe yeah. it's my time. Yeah. So I think it will be at MAGFest. I heard that okay. they're, they're, they're making a killer queen. I mean, a, a crab volleyball cab for MAGFest. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, in a couple of weeks, yeah. a month and a half. Yeah. Coming up. Uh, so head, head head over there and play with me if you want to try it. Okay, out. I'm All excited right. to try it. Yeah, yeah. See, see how that goes. Sounds oh. good. Uh, well, let's see. I was reviewing the uh, the last time we spoke with you, and the the cabinet, uh, the Killer Queen cabinet was new. And there was uh, something that you said that jumped out at me, which is, uh, you know, you bought the cabinet with uh, some other folks, and it it was an investment. And you wanted to see if it would pay off. And I think in the episode you estimated like in two to three years. Uh, so how has that worked out for you? 
it's definitely not paid off completely yet. Um, we definitely got a, a big rush in the beginning. Um, I decided mm -hmm. that I didn't need all the money back right away. So I would like to make it cheaper. And now our games are, are less expensive than they were before. So more people can play. And That's great. Yeah. Not have to worry about it. Um, the pandemic also was a big factor. Yeah. Where oh, yeah. We're not. Um, but, you know, I get my money from other ways. So I'm not like so concerned about this coming back exactly to pay for itself. Right. But, well, and I certainly I mean, like having the cabinet plugs you into a much larger community. And through that, you've got these projects like the the NFC sign in system and the, uh, you know, the remote um, pandemic safety distance uh, versions of the game, which I'm sure you don't sell many of them, but uh, it's a passionate community and they're willing to pay what it costs to get these things made. Yeah, sure. I mean, those kits, I mean, the, the stuff cost a lot like the nfc readers and the yeah joysticks and the buttons and the wires and harnesses and everything like just adds up to a whole lot so there's not a lot of money there that's true you know i never i never thought to ask like are you pricing those uh for sustainability or are you just keeping it <laughs> at like your your hardware costs no i mean there's definitely I'm, I'm able to do it and if if it like if i made enough of them then i'd be able to hire somebody and show them how to do it but you know there's mm -hmm. not there's not enough room for that um we we did institute a thing where you could buy, uh, you could pay extra, you know, if you wanted, and you'd be able to sponsor another city, because there are some cities oh. that just have more money than others or aren't yet established and don't. Uh, I mean, would love stats, but don't have the funds right. to put together. So that's part of it. That's part of why I want to give a bunch away at the um, tournament in mm -hmm. April, um, just to you know get everybody online. Right. Uh, you you can build one that doesn't have the player stats tracking with just like a Raspberry Pi. But it mm. won't um, it won't tie it to an individual person unless you use the phone app. Right. So we like that. We it's like extra the effort there. Yeah. You that that ease of use is uh, just orders of magnitude <laughs> different. Yeah. The best thing about it is to log out. You just tap the button. So if someone forgets, uh, walks away, nice. their button's still illuminated, and right. you can log them out, so you don't like uh, mess up with your stats. That's great. That's, it is just a marvel to me of like the the notion of uh if people want it they'll find a way and like you like todd you've you found a way and it's just is we're just lucky to have a group of people in our lives that are talented like that i just just want to say that out loud yeah thanks that's great uh oh i mean that sounds like a great place to, to end it. Todd, do you have any final thoughts for uh, folks out there who are uh, thinking about getting back into the arcade uh, or specifically getting into uh, Killer Queen or some of these other indie games? Yeah, definitely check out like killerqueenarcade.com has a map where all the cities are that have the cabs. If there's not one near you, then maybe there are other people near you who want to play and you can you know chip in and group up and find a venue for it. Uh, coming up with the money was the easier part than finding the right spot for it. Right. So it takes a lot of work to you know, get the community out. Uh, there's not matchmaking software built in like there is online. <laughs> you got to get people to come play with you and grow the scene yourself. And uh, it's definitely worth it because that's like my core group of friends. And when I travel, I go and stay at their place and, you know, get go to cities you wouldn't go to otherwise, like Milwaukee or, you know. So it's, it's pretty exciting to see everyone coming together even post-pandemic. That's so great. Well, thanks so much for joining us today to chat and uh, catch up. And all the best with all of your future tournaments and, uh, and other Killer Queen related things. Great. Thanks. Good to see you guys. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Um, we want to know, you know, what are you playing to pass the time? Are you back in the arcade? Uh, are you not quite there yet? Have you been working on your own game this whole time? Uh, let us know. You can tell us on our website at wehavetoask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at wehavetoask. And um, just keep it coming. And don't forget, if uh, however you're hearing or seeing the show, uh, a, a like and subscribe uh, always does the body good. Is that right? No, I'm going to workshop that one. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Jonathan? You had a, you had a I thought. think it works. Okay, then we'll stick yeah, with it. it works, a like yeah. and a subscribe always does a body good. Uh, well, with, <laughs> with that, uh, Jonathan, any final thoughts, uh, final thoughts from yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, you can still find, you can buy this shirt. It's a really good shirt. That's true. Uh, and, we have the I, link for those accessories, uh, yeah. in, in the Facebook and they'll be on our website as well. Um, and I didn't, I honestly did not have to look very far to find these cause they're, they're hung up in my room. Um, after we got fired, I hung these up after we got fired, but that's, <laughs> Uh, it was a time in our lives commentating for a, a team sports game that neither of us was any good at. Uh, and can I say, a, a dream of mine has always been to do commentary on anything, like sports, wrestling, like anything. So I got to live that dream. Yeah. But to also see the people in stream commenting like, these guys have no clue what they're talking about yeah. was everything i needed Chef's in my kiss. life yes well hopefully we could get you guys back for commentary during the yes we'll have four games going on oh hell my. yeah Let, let's have some serious people and then let's have a stream that's just it's you know it's like Monday uh, yeah. Night football they have the they have the real stream right. and then they have the the peyton and eli yeah where they're just like eating and talking to phil mickelson and I love that idea. Yeah, like that's we'll be, what we're doing. We will be the ESPN four for your tournament. Yeah, <laughs> love that. Love that idea. See how many people we get to tune in. I love it. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Who's Got Next. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, put your quarter on the table. See y'all next time. Which means credits are go. This has been another episode of We Have to Ask Live. We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Harry Lobsters. So thanks to Sky the Cast, Mr. Red Team Song New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and review. It really helps. Join a discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Facebook or Twitter at We Have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts the Peaksoft Network at peaksoft.com. Nailed it! And I haven't done it in a month, and I didn't stumble. It was beautiful. And it's just like the time before we were fired. <laughs> I wonder if there's still a, a VOD of us. Oh, yeah. I never, I don't know if I downloaded them. Todd, do you save those? Um, I don't know. I don't know if we can find them or not. They might be That's on YouTube. That's fine. They, I hope knows? I can find it. <laughs> they are probably on YouTube, if I had to guess. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. 
This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. But sometimes they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.